It's a beautiful day to win some bets, ladies and gentlemen. So let's get into the Mount Lockmore podcast with at Coda Capper Pace and at BRUS35 on the Coda Sports Gambling Network. It's exciting to win money. You know, people out here, I hear all these people talk about you just like the action. No, I like the money, actually. And it always sucks when you lose, but it's a great feeling when you win. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, as you can tell, I think it's just become the dynamic duo here. Myself, B Russ, Boomba with me, Pace, gall- gallivanting about Western Wyoming in uh, Jackson Hole. With the lady on a nice uh, vacation. I don't know who takes vacations during, you know, the first week of college football, the week before NFL starts. But alas, here we are. Um, you know, it's your two favorite podcasters. Uh, so I'm I'm ready to roll. But before we get get into football, Pumba, we got uh, we got some some serious business to get down to here. We. Yeah, I, I don't know. Obviously, AL Central race is getting very tight. I'm I'm getting frustrated with both the Guardians and the Twins because they're letting the White Sox just hang right in the mix, even though they absolutely don't deserve to be there. But um, yeah, they're they're letting the White Sox hang around too much. I, for whatever reason, I, I've just decided to just have this animosity towards this White Sox team. I don't like them. I. As long as the Guardians or Twins win the division, I won't be too disappointed. At this point, I don't think this Twins team deserves to make the playoffs, so I'm only mostly focusing on the uh, the road to 82. That's where my main focus lies. It's, 14 to go. It's it's gonna be a grind, <laughs> but um, they've they've had chances to make it look a little easier, but no, nope, every time they uh have a chance to not make me stress. They just go on a nice little losing streak. So that's fun. But uh, yeah, it's, you know, it's, it is a great time of year. College football is just getting in the swing of things. Week one NFL. We got one month left of baseball. It's, it's just a thrilling time. I mean, as of recording this, the guardians, my guardians have a one game lead over yours and what seems like everybody else's twins. And then the White Sox are just hanging back there in third place, two games back. Just, I don't know, Tony LaRusso's got to have some sort of old man magic up his sleeve or something for this team to well, be even, even well, sniffing and, this. And, and, you know, I don't, I guess I don't, I haven't followed it too much if he's back in the dugout now. I know he was out for a little while with some medical issues. Maybe that's part of the, maybe that's part of the old man magic. I probably, he, he's probably just, who even knows if any had anything wrong? The White Sox are maybe just like, Old man, we need you out of the dugout. Like Get we gotta somehow fire up this team. But no, it, it'll so yeah. Uh twins and Yankees were supposed to play uh tonight. That was postponed. Currently, I have on my television screen the Guardians and the uh Royals. Guardians are up two to one. Shane Bieber pitching gem as always. Uh but I have a stat for you that I heard today. Um as I'm sure most everybody knows, the New York Yankees have pretty much, not pretty much, they have owned the Minnesota Twins. They're, they are the for Twins. The better part of, for the better part of three decades. And uh, 
I heard a stat today that uh, they, in since in the last 29 years, since 1993, do you know how many series, see, like season series they've won against the Yankees? Season series against the Yankees since 93? Yep. I'll, I'll say that they won one. Just a random At one. Spot spot on. They have won one season series in the last 29 years against the New York Yankees. That's not to count all the postseasons where they've whooped your guys' ass. Yeah, everything. every time. That's just regular season. They go out there and they want whatever it is. If they play, you know, eight, nine games, they've won more than half of them. Yeah. One it, time. One time. It, 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 it is absolutely wild. The Twins – and, and really, like, obviously right now they're in New York, so you sit there and think, boy, they must have no chance. But actually, I, I think historically they've actually won in – as far as winning games, they've won in New York just as much as at Target Field. I mean, they basically lose every three-game series in Target Field, two to one, and they lose every series in New York, two to one, maybe get swept there. They get swept in Target Field too, though, so – yeah, I mean, it's, if there's any time, if there's any time to beat the Yankees, though, it's right now because they've been dog shit for the better part. Hey, of I've years. said for two weeks, all the Yankees need to do to get right is get the Twins to town. This is going to just <laughs> launch the Yankees into into a heater to end the season and into the playoffs. So they they play in the, it looks like a double tomorrow. Oh dear lord! <laughs> you got Garrett Cole going up against Joe Ryan tomorrow. Yeah, well, that was supposed to be the uh, the matchup that got postponed, and then we got uh, I think a guy Louis, making his Louis Marlin making his major league debut, but he's apparently been a stud at AAA. So, uh, and then Herman going up against Varlin tomorrow. I guess today at this point, uh, you guys do you guys split them? I as soon as I saw the game got postponed into a doubleheader, I thought this is a good thing. Because I've always said it's tough for game, tough for teams to, to win two games in one day. It is. It's you see a lot of doubleheaders, even between good and bad teams. A lot of doubleheaders get split. Yep. So I think it's an optimal situation for the Twins. I mean, you get out of you get out of New York and you get one game, right? They got is it a three game series or a four game? It's four. I'm hoping oh, they just get oh. one. I'm just praying I mean, they get one. Just, just get one tomorrow. That's all. That's all you need. Yep. Uh, and then who they got Thursday? Let's see the pitching matchup. Thursday, Sunny Gray, and then TBD for the Yankees. I'm assuming since yeah. uh, there's you know they got the double tomorrow. Uh, Guardians. Oh, they get Zach Grinky tomorrow uh, against uh, who's the Morris kid? I can't remember his first name. Cody Morris. Nine ERA on the season made his major league debut last week. Uh, so I mean, it's not like Grinky's you know pitching pitching well this season. I think that could be uh, you know a six to five game tomorrow or today, I guess between the Guardians and the and the Royals. Yeah, I mean, looking at the schedules, if as long as the Guardians can split the remaining eight games with the Twins, they'll probably beat the Twins in the standings. I based on the other games the Twins and Guardians have left, I just see that favoring yeah. the Guardians. Um, and then just who knows what to expect out of the White Sox, but yeah, who the hell knows? Um, so we'll just do a we'll just do a hard transition. Um, college football 
started this week or this past weekend. Uh, there were no games on Thursday uh, from what I remember. So we'll just get right into the Saturday slate. Uh, now, um, was, no, uh, no, no games Thursday, huh? No yeah, games who's... Thursday. Yeah. Um, now the, my alma mater played on Thursday. Jesus Christ. Miles straw is so bad at batting. Uh, his war is still like in the positive, even though he bat, he's batting like oh twenty this month. Yeah, I, I, I saw a stat that he had, didn't he have like the worst offensive month by a player in like a hundred years ever. <laughs> ever. Yeah. Yes. Uh, but anyway, my alma mater played on Thursday night. Uh, the renewal of the backyard brawl. It was uh, one that a lot of all, all West Virginia fans have been looking forward to since it got put on the schedule been 11 years uh they made the trek up to pittsburgh the 75 mile trek uh jt daniels starting to quarterback the transfer it was a uh, gut-wrenching game that pick six uh almost killed me uh but there are some positives to take out of it i think the dolphins is going to be very good this season much improved I, I think JT Daniels is a, is a dog. He's got that dog in him. He's just going to keep fighting. Uh, Pitt's got one of the best D-lines in the country, and they just were in his face all night. And he continued to just stand in the pocket and make throws. Uh, that's what you want out of your quarterback. Uh, is he going to get hurt at some point in the season? Probably, because he always gets hurt. But, uh, you know, that's going to be the best D-line we face all season. So, if you know. Hopefully we get right against uh, Kansas and Towson and Virginia Tech who's rebuilding and then going into Austin, hopefully three and one. Uh, that's the that's the goal. Oh, my God, he got a hit. Holy cow. Um, but the other bright spot is D.J. Donaldson, the freshman, came in as a tight end, but during the summer everyone was saying this kid is just going to play everywhere. And he touched the ball. He rushed the ball seven times for 125 yards. It seemed like every time he touched the ball, nobody wanted. I mean, the dude's six foot two, 240, and he runs like a four or five. 40. <laughs> yeah. I mean, dude, dude's ridiculous. You know, overall, like I'm, I'm going back and pulling up the box score. And this is actually, this is actually the only college football game of the weekend I basically watched every play of. Um, and I agree, like, JT Daniels, I thought, looked so solid for West Virginia. Looking at his stats, didn't really necessarily pop off the uh, no. stat sheet when you look at that. But, I mean, as far as watching the game, I thought, like you say, considering what he was facing under pressure, he looked very good. Um, overall, obviously, week one, kind of a, a sloppy game at times between the two teams. Yeah, for sure. But, um what a second half from the standpoint of I thought in the third quarter, West Virginia was just unbelievably fortunate to still be in the game at the end of the third quarter. I don't know what Pitt's punter was doing. I mean, it was so five steps forward. The the, uh, swing of momentum because you went into the half and it was 10 to 10. And then you come out the first drive of the second half Pitt uh, goes three and out. And then you block West Virginia blocks the punt goes one play, uh, puts it in, and then Pitt went back down, tied the game. West Virginia came back, retook the lead, and then uh, Pitt scored uh, 14 unanswered. West Virginia tied it, and then you think it's going in there. West Virginia's driving to win the game on a field goal. No, you have the the pick six. 
um, which I didn't even know he scored until like I collapsed to the ground. I was just like, oh my God, no. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, he takes it to the house. It was uh, devastating. He almost, they almost came back down the field and tied it and tied it on uh, what would have been an incredible catch by Reese Smith. But yeah, alas, no catch. It touched the ground. Yeah, that, that would have been an insane catch. But yeah, what I, I remember I was texting Pace back and forth. I kind of figured I'd, I'd let you be during the game. But when Pitt got up by a touchdown and, and their offense was just rolling, I even texted him. I'm like, I don't know. Pitt looks like they're about to just take over this game, win by 20. And then yeah. West Virginia just. I mean, just that's, how it, felt, that's how it felt, though. Yeah. Because, it, 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 like, it, they kept giving it to that running back and he, like, he was going eight, nine yards a pop and they just yeah. could not stop him. Yeah, but no, I mean, it, it was a wild game. One of, of a few wild games, obviously, from the weekend. But, um, yeah. You, you, I, I, I think that, uh, you think that, you know, you've seen everything when you watch college, like, sports, and then college football continues to find ways for you to say, what, what the fuck did I just watch? And that happened yeah. multiple times this weekend between <laughs> – Iowa winning seven to three off of two safeties against South Dakota State. Uh, you had the madness that was the end of the Florida State LSU game. Did yeah. You, did you catch the end of that? I, I, that was one of the games I watched late Saturday night. Or, no, that had been Sunday night. That was Sunday, like that was Sunday night. Yeah. Didn't have, work, mm-hmm. didn't have work Monday. But yeah, late Sunday night, watching the end of that game. That game was just wild. Um, and just the whole one second left, they score. I, I mean, obviously the, there's the whole argument of should they have just as well went for two, um, you know? I mean, they had another field goal. They had three, <laughs> one blocked at that point and one that was almost yeah. blocked. Like their special teams were dog shit. LSU yeah, so it, it's a thing of – and what's crazy is how close that still went to going in. Like I know. That's what, that's what, that's what I was saying. Like – that's what I was saying. Like, I don't think people are talking enough about the fact that this <laughs> this field goal, this extra point that got blocked, almost went in, and it would yes. like that would have been just as crazy of a way to tie the game as the, the ending was itself. Yeah, and then, I mean, obviously not a big name game, but just I didn't see any of this, but the UNC App State game, um, sixty two fourth quarter <laughs> points. I I mean. You talk about a game that just went like, just did a whole bunch of cocaine and just went off the rails. Yeah, well, that, there. Like, <laughs> I looked at that. And I I was even texting with my brother a bit like Sunday morning about some of the Saturday games, and I'm like, I'm not one of those guys that goes back and watches like replays of sports. Like, if yeah. I know what happened in the event, I don't want to go back and watch it. I almost want to go find the fourth quarter of that football game, and just sit down and just take in the what it must just be a touchdown every five plays just bang well, they, it was like touchdowns and then uh like you had the onside kick returned for a touchdown yep. and then app state went down and still scored and tried to tie like it was it was wild I mean, it, yeah like app state tried to tie the game twice in the last 31 seconds i mean that's they yeah. they scored a tie but they went for two didn't get it Onside kick for a touchdown, go back down, score, try to get the two to tie it at that point. And yeah, just wild. Just reading that, reading the, the scoring situation there was just crazy. But that is called football. You don't get that in the NFL. 
no, there's no way that uh, week two is going to live up to the hype. But uh, speaking of NFL, the NFL is officially back Thursday night with the defending Super Bowl champs, the Bill or not the Bills, yikes, uh, the Rams hosting the Bills in SoFi Stadium. Uh, we're going to go through. We got some plays, some futures here. Uh, I don't know, just really anything. We're not going to go, you know, by category, like who's MVP, just anything you got. We'll just throw it out there. We'll see what sticks. We'll chat. We'll chat about it. Um, so, yeah, I'll let you I'll let you start on some of the some of the futures that you like. Well, let's uh, let's kind of just, I guess, start off just easy, kind of go through some of the divisions if I can find the yeah. right tab that the right tab that I want here. Um, here we go. Seasons, futures. Cause I, I was looking at these earlier, you know, obviously a lot of the divisions is going to be a fair amount of consensus on, on who people think are going to win the, the one division. Well, obviously there's the AFC West, which is just the, the wild, wild. We, I'm just going to call it the wild, wild West all year. That's, it is, that's gonna all I'm going to refer to that as is just the wild, wild West out, out there between four teams that, could all win the division. I mean, what, what do you think of your Raiders plus 600? I mean, plus 650, it's so disrespectful. I mean, I've, I've already taken it. Uh, the Bron- the Broncos being plus 270 as opposed to a team that made the playoffs last year and got – but, like, I'm going to keep saying it. I'm gonna just going to keep beating, beating the dead horse. It's the Raiders are a team that made the playoffs last year, got better, and people are just like, nah. Nah, I know they had some luck, some fourth quarter luck, but they also had some terrible shit bounce their way. Bad losses off the field, some bad losses. Like they lost to a bad Bears team. <clears throat> they lost to a terrible Giants team, Redskins team. Like they sh- yeah. should not have lost those games. They could have easily been, you know, 12 and 5, 13 and 4 if they beat the teams that they're supposed to beat. Uh, so yeah, six fifty. I mean, that's a hundred. Give me that ten times. Yeah, really. I mean, as far as I, I don't necessarily know who's going to win that division. I suppose if there's value, it's maybe probably with the Raiders as far as taking that bet. Um, looking at like the AFC South, I'm surprised the Colts are favored so strongly. I'm at least I'm looking at sportsbook. I'm surprised how strongly uh, the Colts are. I, I'm looking at Colts minus one eighty, Titans plus two hundred. I, the, the Colts last year, obviously you got the new quarterback. Um, I, I don't know. Last year I had way higher expectations for that team and they just continued to, uh, to disappoint kind of late in the year, ended up missing the playoffs. I think there was one, I think there was one, uh, one common factor there. In the Colts one. shitting down their shitting down their leg then season. Think so. I don't know. I I tell you what, you know, it was if you watch that game, the game to end the year at Jacksonville, it's not Carson Wentz's fault that they got absolutely dick stomped by a terrible Jacksonville team. That team did not show up ready to play. It's like they thought, oh yeah, we'll just win. We'll go into the playoffs. We're just gonna come roll in, kill this Jags team, and then Jacksonville just well, I think they beat them by like 17 points or something like that. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that still has to stick in the back of your mind, but I think it kind of gets whether it was Carson Wentz's fault or not. I mean, yeah. 
you know, like it kind of gets, I feel like it's going to kind of get erased by the fact that, I mean, it's not like Matt Ryan's some savior that's coming in and it's going to be an all, he's an all world beater, but he's a guy that is going to be reliable. He's not going to turn the ball over a lot. He's got not going to make those dumb decisions that Carson Wentz has yeah. become known to make in, uh, you know, the NFL. I think that the Colts have that MVP caliber running back and, uh, and a great defense. And I think that that's proven as long as you have a quarterback that, this team that is in their same division that's won it the last two years has done it the same exact way the Colts are going to do it this year. I think that they just ride Jonathan Taylor and yep. that defense. And as long as Matt Ryan doesn't, you know, do dumb shit and just, you know, plays within himself. And I think that the Colts win this division. I think that, you know, Derrick Henry's kind of, uh, I don't know if he, I'm not going to say he's going to hit a wall, but I think you're going to see a bit of a decline. Uh, I think the defense definitely took a huge hit with Harold Landry getting hurt and he's out for the year. Um, so, I, I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to really take anybody to win this division. I don't, I, cause I think it's the Colts. And yeah, I, I agree. I, I think Colts definitely need to be favored. I was just surprised how heavily they were favored over the Titans. But yeah. Yeah. I mean, so you, you got that division by me. Jags and Texans just have absolutely no chance. That's just a two-horse race. AFC North, I don't I, – I think Ravens will win that division. I don't love anything there. Um, I'm looking at Ravens plus 140. Bengals I think the Steelers have a bit I, – I like the Steelers more than I like the Browns to win the division, though. That's probably true. I, I don't disagree with that, but I, I, I think that's going to be a two-horse two race between Ravens yeah. Bengals. I, I really don't – Overall, Bengals, what do you expect out of that team this year? I don't I think, like, you know that they're going to, like, they have to take a step back. Like, there's no – but taking a step back is to them is probably not at least making the AFC Championship game, which, I mean, that's hard to do year in and year out. Um, I think that they are a wild card team. I think that the Ravens do win this division. Uh, I think – Lamar is going to have a huge year, but uh, I think that they make it to the playoffs, but I think they are flirting with possibly a huge letdown of a season. Well, yeah, it, it depends what they consider a letdown. I mean, yeah, I, I agree. I could totally see him being a wildcard team, go on the road first round, lose. Is that a letdown following the Super Bowl year? I don't know. They, you know, Bengals got into the Super Bowl so unexpected. Yeah you know, last year. So it's like, I, I don't know. To me, you got to keep reasonable expectations, but I, I see Ravens winning that AFC East. I think everyone in the world would be stunned if the bills <laughs> didn't win that they're heavily yeah. favored. Yeah. Um, NFC West. I, I certainly like the Rams. Uh, I think I, they're actually plus plus one thirty. They're not favored that heavily over the 49ers. I think the 49ers, mm -hmm. even though Trey Lance NDSU guy, the whole thing of Jimmy G Staying on the team, like just lurking back there, just lurking yeah, he's back just there, lurking like, behind his shoulder. I, I think the the 49ers are going to be in an interesting QB situation, and I guess we'll see how uh, how Trey Lance handles it. If he's struggling, how long of a leash does he have? I because you know you know the first the first second he starts to struggle, the first time he shows he you know might not be the guy. Uh, it's going to be, well, it's time to put Jimmy G in, put Jimmy G in, put Jimmy G in. Yeah. Like, 
that's going to be in his ear all season. That's going to be in his head. You know, that's going to be in, you know, that's going to be the talking points when it comes to the 49ers. If they're not, they don't get off to a good start. Uh, I don't know, man. Like for them to be that much more of a favorite to win the division than the Cardinals is kind of shocking. To me, I, like, I, agree. I know, I know the Cardinals, like the Cardinals MO and Cliff Kingsbury's MO since he's been a coach has been, oh, we're going to go start off hot. He did this at Texas Tech and he's done this every year at Arizona. So you're going to start off hot and you're going to shit down your leg towards the end of the season. Uh, but I mean, they went to the playoffs last year. I, I mean, plus 400 for a team that went to the playoffs last year. It's that's the most value in the division to me. I know the Rams are the defending champs and I just don't know about Trey Lance and the 49ers. Like the, the defense is going to be great. They're going to be able to run the ball with Debo, but it's Trey Lance going to be what they need to take them over the top. Well, and then, and even if he's like, this is what I envisioned too. Like, what if, what if that team's good enough that, yeah, they're four and two through six games, but like Trey Lance maybe isn't playing all that great. Like that's, I just think there's immediately going to be that whole thing of like, oh, should Jimmy G be playing? Should Jimmy G be playing? If if Trey Lance doesn't come out just absolutely balling, there's going to be that that background discussion yeah. happening. And I I just think, and and I don't know what to all believe. I mean, I saw headlines talking about how apparently Trey Lance isn't happy that Jimmy G is sticking around. I, I, and I don't disagree with the fact that he probably is and should be, but that'd be, that'd be a tough thing to get past. I think uh, the one thing that Trey Lance is going to have going for him is his mobility. And I, you, obviously Kyle Shanahan is going to find ways to use guys to the best of their ability. Like he's done that with Debo. He's, you know, done that with just about anybody that's come in and played, you know, under him. I think that he's going to be able to use Trey's mobility uh, a little more and, you know, suit the offense around him. Uh, but I guess we'll find out come Sunday when they play uh, play the Bears. Yep. Uh, otherwise, on to NFC South, Bucks. By, I'm actually surprised yeah. the Bucks aren't favored to win that division by more. All three of those teams just aren't. Well, the Saints maybe have a chance. Panthers and Falcons just won't be that good. Um, Packers pretty heavily favored to win the North. I I think there'd probably be some value in taking the Vikings plus two twenty. I certainly don't expect the Vikings to win that division, but I certainly think at plus two twenty there's some value there. Yeah, I think there's way more. Like, you know, they're great offense they got the weapons they got the pieces they got a new coach uh i don't i mean i think their defense is going to be good i like what the vikings are doing and it's not like the packers you know got better over no the I, their defense I, I, is I agree be good. their defense is going to be good but when you lose the best wide receiver in football it's that's mm-hmm. never going to help your offense and it's not like they filled in guys classic packers you know, they have that pick in the first round, and I don't even remember. Didn't they use it on, like, an offensive lineman or something when they could have, you know, drafted playmakers to put around Aaron Rodgers? I mean, they'll have Aaron Jones. I think it's going to be a much more of a run-heavy mm-hmm. uh, offense this year as opposed to flinging the ball around. But well, I, mean, well, now now I, I even thought about, like, 
Yeah. I mean, Rogers, like under yards, perhaps I can't remember. I'd have to look what it is again. And I'm not really, I don't necessarily want to touch that, but um, also I, I could just see the, yeah, the Packers just not necessarily being this heavy, heavy passing team. Like you kind of expect him to be with, you know, the best quarterback in the league, basically still at this point of his career. Aaron Rodgers uh, over under total yards is at uh, 40, 50 and a half. Yeah. I mean, that's not for him. That's, that's certain... right there with Kyle. That's right there with Kyler. Kyler has the same yeah. exact over under. For what it's wow. worth, Trevor Lawrence is at 39 and a half. 3,900 and a half. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've, I've got some QB, interesting QB props to, to run by you here in a second. But, uh, Otherwise, last division wise, NFC East, Eagles favored to win that. What I'm looking at, plus 120, Cowboys plus 160. I I am not a believer in the Eagles. I am just not. I'm not a believer in Jalen Hurts. I'm not a believer in the Eagles. They'll probably prove me wrong, but I I think the Cowboys will win that division. I know I already talked before previously. I like the Cowboys season total win over uh what's that 10 over 10. I I like that, but that's that's mostly me just not being a believer in the Eagles, not necessarily being a believer in the Cowboys. But you know, I'm not really a believer in anybody in this division. Um, they've proven that time and time again. Uh, but for what it's worth, I don't think anybody's won back-to-back division titles in like 18 years yeah. or something like that. So just based off that alone, I think I have to go with the Eagles to win the division. Just, just based on that, that hey, that's on. not a bad that's not a bad stat to go by though. Until it's proven until it's proven otherwise, I think I just gotta roll with it. Because <laughs> I don't really like either team. Like I I like what the Eagles have added, but I think that Jalen Hurts just isn't isn't that dude. Yeah. Like if the I, quarterbacks I, were if the quarterbacks were flip-flop, I think that the Eagles would be a Super Bowl favorite with the weapons that you'd be able to put around Dak. Cause I, I mean, they lost Amari Cooper. Um, was it Michael is Michael Gallup? No, CD lamb, uh, Michael Gallup's hurt. I'm pretty sure Zeke isn't what he was. Uh, I think the Tony line Pollard isn't what it was. The O line wasn't what it was. I mean, you have Micah Parsons, but on the defensive side, I'm listen, Trayvon Diggs or is going to, you know, he had seven interceptions last year, but dude got absolutely torched by any and everybody. Yeah. This preseason. So yeah, it's I don't know, man. I just don't like either team really that much. Um, I think Mike McCarthy's, you know, everybody's saying that Mike McCarthy's got is on borrowed time at this point. Uh I don't think he's the coach uh next season in Dallas. So well, unless he, you know, goes out and goes like the NFC championship, I don't think he's the coach. Yeah. But otherwise, you uh, I'll, I'll let you kind of lead us into uh, just giving me a quick uh, AFC NFC champ and uh, okay. potential Super Bowl winner in uh, the matchup you're looking at. Um, and you can also give right, any, well, if you see any course, value yes. in any of these. We've got um, about seven and a half minutes left, so you know we're rolling as as always. Um, I I mean, there's just, there's value in the Raiders to win the AFC. Like I do that. I don't know. I'm, 
wearing the silver and black glasses, uh, I could definitely see him winning it. But I, I don't know how you can't go with the Bills. Uh, like they've just been talked about all offseason. They're going to have that chip on their shoulder from the divisional round against the Chiefs last year. I, I mean, they got better in the offseason. Uh, and so I think that it's going to come down to the Bills in the AFC. And then I, I think it's the Rams. I think we're going to see a preview of the Super Bowl on Thursday night. I think it's Bills and Rams. As chalky as, oh, chalk as that is. There, there's clearly just no way that's going to happen now because I was actually just about to say, are you ready to see a uh, Super Bowl preview on Thursday night? I've, I've, yeah. I've kind of got the same same thoughts. I certainly think the Bills, as far as value-wise, I mean, if you want to bet, I as much as I just earlier a bit talked about how, um, you know, with the Colts as far as last year just being disappointing, I just think there's maybe some value in 12-1. to 1. I think when it comes to their mm-hmm. style um, – you know, playoff games, you get some, obviously if they're at home, they're playing inside, but if you get some road playoff games in the cold, I think the Colts have a style, will be be playing a style yeah. of football that, uh, that can go on the road, that can win playoff games. So at 12 to one, I, I certainly see the Colts being maybe kind of one of those outside teams having a chance. I mean, obviously you got your big favorites, the chiefs, the bills, um, the chargers are a touch higher than I thought they'd be, but Obviously, people are a big believer in Herbert, and I do think he will be solid this year. Um, NFC-wise, uh, you know, you get the Bucks are favored. I Beyond that, I mean, I, I really don't – I really just see the NFC I, not being that big of a race, unless none of these teams really end up being that good. I, I just don't see – Or unless I Trey Lane many, ends up being better than he – Yeah, there's too many flaws – I think between the 49ers, I think the Vikings defense won't be nearly good enough. Um, the Eagles, like I said, I don't believe in Hurts. I don't really believe that strongly in the Cowboys. And then you're starting to get down to teams that, I mean, you're, you're talking odds. Odds are pretty dang high. So I, I really think on the NFC side, it's going to be one of your top dogs between Rams, Bucks, and Packers. If, if The Packers, to me, are kind of a mystery as far as, obviously, you have Aaron Rodgers, but beyond that, who knows? So... Um, yeah, um, and, and you know the Bucks. I, Tom Brady's fighting with his wife, so they'll maybe have everything. Yeah, the <laughs> they'll maybe have everything resolved by then, though. You know, I mean, you just look at like the teams, like the Rams. They got better. The Bills. They got better. Like, and these are two teams that were in it. Obviously, the Rams won it last year, and I think they added some really good pieces. You look at Allen Robinson. Uh, obviously, they lost Von Miller, but I think it's just like Sean McVay is just going to find a way. He's going to plug guys in and, you know, make the right calls, which is what he's done most of his career. Uh, So, yeah, Rams, Bills, Super Bowl. And uh, I think the, I think the Bills win it. I think Buffalo gets their, gets their Super Bowl. Finally, I think Josh Allen becomes a uh, hero and never has to buy a beer again in the city in upstate New York. Yeah. I mean, we, uh, we're going to lose, we're going to lose ratings for uh, being so boring because, yeah, I mean, I, I have the same thing on my mind. Bills, Rams, Bills winning it all. I'm, I'm cheering for the Bills. I don't want Jags aren't going to be that good this year. So I'm, I'm all aboard the Bills bandwagon. I was last year as well. I, I want that team, that city to get a Super Bowl. I love Josh Allen. He just seems like a, just kind of a weird 
I don't know. He, well, he almost feels like just kind of a normal guy in some ways. Like, I, I feel like if you ran into him on the street, he, he would just be a super down-to-earth guy. If there's any if there's any quarterback I want to have a beer with, it's it's probably Josh Allen is probably number one on that right. Yeah, now. I I agree. The the dude just seems seems a good good dude in that town. Um, it'd be awesome watching playoff games up there. It's always interesting. Get some get some nasty Super weather up there in, so in uh, January. But the Super Bowl um, parade yeah. would be so electric. <laughs> we uh, right, I got a couple MVP MVPs that I like. Um, Go for it. I mean, we've talked about we've talked about him. I think there's so much value on Jonathan Taylor plus six thousand as MVP. Like he's going to be the workhorse. He was, you know, what was he runner? Was he runner up last year? I believe, right? Or he was up. He was up. That's there. Uh, he. I know he was up there in the discussion. I don't know what the finals, finals, uh, you know, results were, but yeah, I, I don't disagree. I think Jonathan Taylor. So, one kind of oddball one, but uh, Debo Samuel, at least the way he finished the season last year and into the playoffs, um, if he would continue yeah. to get the overall touches he was getting, both just running the ball and receiving yards, I mean, Debo Samuel really became like the most exciting player to watch in football late in the year last year. So, oh, yeah, it was like, yeah, anytime Debo touched the ball, you were like, yeah, here, yeah. here he comes. Um, Something that I find extremely disrespectful. Uh, Derek Carr is at plus twenty five hundred, uh, but you, the other two players that are also at twenty plus twenty five hundred are what I'm looking at. Are Trey Lance and Jalen Hurts are also at plus twenty five hundred. <laughs> I, I agree. I I noticed some of the quarterbacks, and obviously quarterbacks are just going to be towards the top of this list. But I know some of the quarterbacks I saw with really not that high of odds. It's just like. How can you even put value there? Um, yeah. What do you think of Rodgers, though? I'm looking at him 12 to 1 here. Does he just dominate again? But it's four, maybe his third, fourth in a row. I don't, yeah. I, no. If he carries that team, yeah. If they win the division, if they're the one seed again, I don't see how he doesn't win it. Yeah. But, all right. Hey, we're we're almost in a minute. My last yeah, pick, my last pick is Trevor Lawrence. Over 22 and a half passing touchdowns. Let's go. Yeah. Let's go. He's Let's gonna go. hammer that. Let's go. Derek Carr over 4,500 and a half yards. Yeah, a C- couple homework picks there at the end. But hey, too, too easy. Too easy. Too easy. <laughs> All right. Hey, that's uh season two, episode six, I believe. Uh this is just a dynamic duo. We'll we'll see you guys. <laughs>